Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the 20 Nothing Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara Blanchette, and on today's episode, we have the lovely Lennon Stella on as a guest. Those of you may know Lennon from our interview that we did about a year ago, and she had just launched her solo music career and was headlining her first tour when we recorded that interview. And now, a year later, she's done three major world tours and is gearing up for her second headlining tour. And she also just released her first ever studio album, 321. And I've been soaking in the album. It's been on repeat for me recently. And I had so many questions about the songs and the album and her process. So she answers a lot of those questions for me in today's interview. And we also talked about a bunch of other things, random things, (laughs) like writing about love and relationships and the law of attraction and astrology. She was actually supposed to be on tour when we recorded this, but the entire tour has been postponed due to everything that's happening in the world. And so we talked about how she's been dealing with that and also what it's like to release an album in these weird times. She also released a music video in her home that was shot in quarantine with the help of her mom and her boyfriend and her family. And I thought that was so, so creative. And I wanted to know more about that process and what it's like to to pivot so quickly and to be creative like that. And so there's a lot that we cover here. So I'm really excited to welcome Lennon back to the podcast because I'm a very big fan of her and her music, as I think everyone knows. So without further ado, please welcome our guest, Lennon Stella. Hello. I know you've been doing a lot of these like Zoom interviews, <laughs> so I want to make it like fun and exciting and not like the same old thing that you've been doing a million times. I love that. It's sad, but it's it's getting rescheduled. It'll probably be like early next year. Is yeah, for sure. How has that like been for you having to like put everything on pause and like restructure everything? It's so weird. It's such a weird thing. You have like a plan and you kind of have it all planned out and like scheduled for the next while and then it just completely life happens and it gets completely just shot in the foot so it's so it's such a weird um weird thing and such a weird time to be putting an album out but at the same time it's it's not it's not the worst thing you know putting music out and like letting it just sit in the world before going and playing it live I think the energy will even be so much higher when the time does come and people are going to be so ready to like see live music again and Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was going to ask you about that. Live music is such a different experience from like putting out album and like having people appreciate it. So like people are sitting with your album, they're all at home and they're listening to it and they're having it on repeat. It's a very different experience. How much of you is dying to get back on tour or like just enjoying what this is right now? I would say, I would say there's like, it's like 50-50. Like a lot of me really misses that. But I have to be honest, like, I've been going, like, tour to tour since I first started, since, like, right before that one that I did that you saw me in Montreal. So it's just, like, been a long time of, like, back-to-back tours. And so it's kind of nice having a second to, like, reflect. And I think there's a lot of growth that happens with, like, sitting back and, like, looking at everything, too. And just, like, having a second to take it all in also is kind of nice. And I think that when the shows get back up and running, it's going to just be even a better vibe because we've all been long awaiting it. 
Yeah, no, it's going to be such like a release. Everyone's going to be so excited about it. And I mean, the album. So for those of us who have like been able to see you live and like heard some of the unreleased songs that you played and like what made it to the album, how did you like make that decision of like what was going to go on the album and what wasn't? It was so tough. I really struggled with it because I just, there was, I think just from writing for so long and, and getting together so many songs that I feel so connected to and then having to like pick through, I really wanted there to be 13 songs in the album because I'm born on Friday the 13th and my sister's born on the 13th and it's just like 13th is a lucky number. So I wanted that. But then when I actually got down to like picking the 13 songs, it was so tough because there's so many songs even still that, that I wish made on the album and that I miss. But you know, they'll all come out one day. And I think the album, I just wanted to have like a natural evolution and just telling the story as it happened. So that's kind of how I chose the ones that felt kind of cohesive and like they flowed together and there was, they just kind of stuck out in, in the bunch and didn't feel like they fit in, so. Yeah, how did you come up with the name 321? I actually saw this photo first of like a bunch of people jumping off of a building and it was just the most like really just beautiful photo and it's in black and white and they were just, it felt very free and they had this like really nice zen freeing feeling to the photo and I remember sending it to my mom and being like, I just love whatever this is, like the feeling of it. And we kind of just went back and forth on ideas of like diving in head first and that feeling of like letting go of all expectations and pressures and things that scare you and just like doing it because you love it and just diving in. So the three, two, one was kind of like the, the countdown before the jump. And then I had all the um, visuals be of me jumping and that kind of evolution of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from Love Me to 321, do you feel like there's a difference in the sound or do you, does it feel like a smooth continuation? I mean, I don't know. I, to me, it feels pretty cohesive, but it also feels like this isn't much more dialed in. Like when I'm in the actual process of doing it, it the EP was more like, okay, cool, let's just put together some songs. Whereas the album was like a two year long, like full album process, you know, like doing a writing camp and then like, really diving in and and every sound and every drum sound I was like in on so I think this was a completely different experience so to me it just feels like way more put together and way more dialed in but as far as the like sound of it and the overall cohesiveness I feel like it's pretty in, in line yeah I feel like a lot of artists as they grow they become somewhat disconnected from their previous work as they're like, as their sound evolves, do you get that feeling ever? Like, is there a part of you that's like, I was younger and I was different and like, it's different. Or do you like still feel connected to Love Me? I still feel definitely connected to Love Me. I think it's a part of me that, and that was like the first time I put music out. So that is, will forever be really important to me. Definitely like singing new songs versus like Lottie Down Bad, for sure I get bored of them. And like, I like singing new songs and things that feel fresh to me. But as far as like the appreciation of it, like I don't, I don't feel like, oh, that was like younger me. I feel like that's still pretty much what I would make now, but it only in the sense of like playing it live and stuff. I I prefer playing stuff that feels new and Mm -hmm. um, different than what I'm used to. Yeah. On the album, do you have like a favorite? Hmm. I think my favorite is Pretty Boy. Mm-hmm. And, and is there anything that, like, makes you connect to that song in particular? Really, like, the production. I'm such a fan of when there's just, 
I don't know. I, I love, I love production. I think it's so important. And I've really just dialed in this album and, and got really comfortable with everyone I was working with. And it was just this totally different experience. And the production on the song, I'm just such a fan of. Malay did it. It was just so amazing. And just everything about the feeling of it, I really love. And I just think it, it was just a, I don't know, a feeling that it captures that I really I am connected to. I really loved the um, the fear of being alone video and like the creativity of it all and how you like pivoted really quickly to like make this thing in your home. How was that like creative process? How did you come up with the idea? Yeah, well, my mom and I, again, I was just bouncing ideas off my mom because we DIY, like just getting creative in our house. Um, so we just kind of found you know, we're going back and forth on ideas of how to make it feel like somewhat cinematic being in my house. And I felt like doing it at night was really the only way we could do that. So we could play with light and shadows and colors and all that. So we literally just moved everything out of my living room and just kind of like got creative on the day. We didn't have much ideas other than the idea of it being kind of like me going stir crazy and just me feeling like this fear of being alone and what this is what happens when I'm alone and and having it be with only lit from the outside of the windows and putting the lights from the outside so there's the shadows and just making it creative and, and interesting I think when there's when it's like this and you kind of are forced to think outside the box and like get more creative we just had fun with it and I actually loved it like I love doing it so much and I haven't done anything like that. And I think it's it's my favorite video we've done because because of that and because of the creativity that I got to put into it. Yeah, for sure. Are there any other songs on the album that you're like dying to make um, a, a music video for? Maybe even like with a bigger budget when everything is over? Probably Pretty Boy um, or Good Night. I think Good Night also could have a could have a music video. I mean, I want music videos for every song. I'm such a visual person. I think it's so important. And it kind of makes you see what I'm seeing and hearing when I when I listen to the song. So I think, you know, videos are so important or some sort of visual to go along with it to be able to watch. I put like a question box on Instagram stories for people to ask you questions. And we got so many, like, so I'm going to dive into some of those. Someone said, what song was the most fun to record in the studio? Hmm. Maybe Fear Being Alone because I was in Cabo when we did it and it was just like same thing with Pretty Boy though like we, we I recorded them fully in Cabo and we were just like I was out on a porch like literally like out on a porch like a balcony and it was just like good vibes just like looking at the <laughs> looking at the water it was just yeah it was fun there was no like it didn't feel like tense like I was in a studio it was just literally us hanging out in Cabo. Mm -hmm. Someone said, which song on the album has you feeling like a bad bitch? <laughs> what a great question. Okay, let me think. Like a bad bitch. Maybe jealous? Because it's kind of like the most like sassy, like, sassy, yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. Someone said, did you cry while writing or recording any songs on the album? Many of them, yeah. Weakness yeah. after the whole time. Good. I mean, um, older than I am, I was every other line I was like that was very very tough to record <clears throat> we had to take a lot of time recording that but I'm such a crier I cry everything so I was crying for more of the songs than not like uh, yeah yeah I feel like you can really hear the emotion and older than I am like really come through on the on the album oh I love that and also weakness I mean weakness is like its own little like cinematic universe in, in like it has that feeling with the transitions and everything how did you like 
decide to make weakness into like a two-part like experience well I really I mean I want it to be just that I want it to feel like its own little world and like it kind of takes you on a little journey and, and it feels like you can just see it almost and um both of the songs were written about Maisie and they were both in the same time in my life and with the same feeling rooted in both of them. So I wanted them to be side by side. And then there was the idea of having Huey Lewis be like, it feels kind of like an interlude to me. And I wanted there to be an interlude somewhere in this album. So it kind of just felt like the right spot and having them both be about my sister and both in the exact same point in my life, I feel like they just have a similar tone. And it's just kind of like, I, I like the idea of having like an eight minute song that was just like so different than the rest. And it just takes you somewhere else. And then you, after that, you like go back into it and then it's like, you know, back into the album. But that just kind of, I liked that idea of, of them being in the same, the same track. Mm-hmm. How did you decide the order of the songs in the album? Like, is there, like a is I mean I know like a lot of artists when they're making their their track list there's like a reason why they make the order and that's why you should like listen to an order but yeah yeah. what's that for you I definitely I mean I think when you're you know making an album I think you that's when you like get to know somebody so so perfectly and so well through that and an artist and as a human and I mean for sure the goal is for everyone to listen like down in, in the way that it's written out but I um I just kind of wanted at the beginning I feel like there's it kind of starts with a bit more of like a surface level relationship kind of overarching thing in, a, in the first couple of songs and it was by the same with the same person and with the same kind of tone of just like surface like not you know intense relationships and just like games and you know just all that that comes along with that and then it kind of goes into like golf and TV which is when I met the person that I'm in a relationship with that's not so surface. Um, And then it kind of goes after that where it's like, that just kind of starts like the depth. And then it goes into more like just when I was a kid and um, growing up and just like self, like human personal discoveries that I've, I've found and things I've gone through along the way. And so I think it starts with a bit more narrow and then I just want it to broaden out. And honestly, I just like sat with the 13 songs that we had chosen and I just sat with him for like two days and I just went through repeatedly like trying to feel what feels the best. And when I, when I actually just wrote down what it ended up being, it just like felt, it felt right. And I just knew when I read through them that it felt like the right order. So I feel like you just get, you just get that feeling when you know it, it's, it's right. So there's like, I don't know if this is just me, but there's a part of me that feels like weakness could be an extension of breakaway. Do you like get that sense at all? I can totally hear that. It's definitely, that's so funny that you called that actually, because the same person produced it. Oh, okay, okay. He hasn't produced a lot of my stuff. He's only produced Breakaway, Games, and Weakness, and that's so funny that you called that, because it's literally the same person. But yeah, I think, maybe there's something I picked up there. Yeah, that's so cool, but I can, I can totally hear that. I think it, there's a similar, like, darkness to the production, um and then a similar like release like there's like a tension in the verses and then like a release in the chorus and the same thing with way mm-hmm. yeah how has it been writing about love and relationships now that you're in this new relationship it's weird I mean I had so many songs written about you know everything I was in before and then now being in something that's 
just so much like deeper and so much more real it makes me realize how surface everything else was and singing those songs is it's so interesting looking back I'm like wow it felt so intense in, in the moment and yeah it's it's weird I haven't really written much golf on tv is the only thing I've written since I've I've known him and I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do I can't have any more breakup songs <laughs> but you know we'll just have to roll with the punches see how I can like write about other things but yeah yeah is that like do you find it easier to write about heartbreak than it is to like write about being in love I mean easier yes more fulfilling no but like I think it's it probably just like comes easier like the same thing is like when you go in sessions like it's so much easier just to write about love in general regardless of a breakup or together than it is to write about really anything else because like yeah. a song it's like it just everyone falls into that trap of like writing relationship songs I think it's I mean when you're in love like you can write the sweetest love songs and then I think they're the best but but it definitely is it's a totally different thing when you're like going through a breakup or something you're just like pouring it all out and it's just like hurt 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 and just like yeah it's, it's it is easier for sure yeah no I definitely feel the same thing like I had a book of poetry that was published and like yeah. I wrote about heartbreak like for so for so long and it was so easy and then now I'm like in this new relationship like literally around the same time as you and like I've written only one thing that's like yeah. about this new person and I'm like what do I do now <laughs> it's just like there's like something about being hurt and like wanting it to come something good from it I don't even know and it's like it's just like a flush of emotions it's like therapeutic but then when you're in something good you're just like I don't know it's like what do I even say I just love you yeah and like nothing feels good enough you're like I don't know how to put this into words yeah no I totally feel that but heartbreak is easier you're like I'm sad here's all the sadness yeah throw it out yeah no for sure you are super into law of attraction I know this so do I there are not a lot of people that I know that are like super into it Yes. So I was like, okay, Lennon's into law of attraction. Tell me, tell me all about it. I mean, I know about it, but like. You are opening a door that <laughs> I don't know how to close. So <laughs> no, I mean, law of attraction, I think it's something that I just wish so bad that I, the world like was aware of it because I think there's just so much like, it's literally just a matter of, of understanding and like trusting the universe or whatever it is that you want to call it. Like, I don't know, I could get so deep on this, but I, I just wish that everybody like took a second to like read even just that book, Law of Attraction, because I just think there's so much like that people would take from it. And even people that are, you know, whatever they believe, they don't have to, I talk about it about the universe, but like what it could be, whatever it is for everyone else. But it is so life altering and life changing. And once you realize that you are completely in control of anything and everything that happens to you and everything that comes into your realm, you literally are the reason for good and bad. And I think the biggest thing is when you have to like train your brain to be like, when something bad happens to like automatically not fall down this hole, because you have to just like trust in it. And also know that when you talk about something like whether it's I want this or I don't want this you're still talking about this so if you talk about how much you don't want something to happen it's gonna happen and I just think it's something that once somebody learns it it's just like it's life-changing and life is just so much easier to understand when you kind of grasp that concept of like the law of attraction but I will shove it down everyone's throat (laughs) I want everybody to know it it's just like such an amazing life thing to learn and I think yeah life's so much more enjoyable when you when you have that knowledge yeah how do you like fit that into your daily life as somebody who's like 
always doing something or always since like a project how do you like maintain that I mean for starters I think it is you have to train your brain so like you literally have to like it's a new way of thinking so that should just stay consistently through all of your days when something comes like you need to like be able to think in your head like instead of thinking like I don't want to get sick you have to think I'm healthy like something as simple as that you just have to like kind of train your brain so that's kind of how I consistently keep it through I also take like 15 minutes a day to just like visualize and think about the things I want and think about the things that I already have that I'm grateful for and all those things and yeah just taking a couple minutes a day to to um get in touch with yourself whatever that is and just feel all the feelings and not not be shoving anything under the rug so I think that's really the only way that I like actively actively do it Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like behind you, you have your collage. Is that like a vision board of sorts? This is like, yeah, I mean that and just things that inspire me, things that like I feel something from a lot of people that I love, like Dennis Joplin, Valen Yoko Ono, and people that I think are just cool. I feel like songwriting is literally, I mean, songwriting is literally poetry, right? But do you ever write poetry that's, like, not to music? Like, do you journal? Do you just, like, write your thoughts out? Totally. I used to do that a lot more than I do right now. I kind of go in, in waves, but I um, I love that. I think it's something, it's a, just another way to kind of experiment and get creative and unlock different parts of my brain. But I definitely, like, journaling, I feel, I want to journal more than I do, but I only journal when I feel like I'm needing to, like, heavily manifest something and I just write out or when I'm annoyed (laughs) and I'm just like (laughs) journaling yeah Yeah. no I feel that I have some more fan questions for you someone said any ideas for new tattoos you want to get I have a couple but I don't want to say them (laughs) because yeah no they're like personal and then you like don't want anyone to steal them yeah you don't want anyone to steal them but also like I don't want anybody to be like don't get that you know and then I have it so like if you already show the tattoo and it's already on your body nobody's gonna be like don't get so many people are like why wasn't myself included on the album so funny how many people say that about that song yeah Uh, I don't really have an answer for you it's the same reason why blacklight wasn't included and paperweight it's just like didn't it didn't feel right it didn't like resonate with me when I was making the thing but it will be coming out at some point. I got so many bagel questions. Oh my God. What do, what do I even do? I literally was doing a live stream with like some person interviewing me. And I was just like this poor girl, literally just a comments, bagel, 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 bagel. And I was like, no, this person probably has no idea. Like she, like, I don't know if you watched my Instagram story, but that's what they're talking about. But I felt so bad for this person. Like, she literally was looking at the comments and all I was talking about was bagels. And I'm just like, she has no idea. I mean, I'm also Canadian, but I do say bagel. Fine. But I have friends from, like, Vancouver who say bagel. Yeah, and I was seeing so many people in my DMs. I I would say about 50-50 being like, I say it like that too. And I'm like, thanks. But they're all Canadian. It's definitely a Canadian thing. For sure. I don't know if this is a reference to something, but I got a bunch of questions that are like, what's the most airy song on the album? What's the most Pisces song on the album? Like, is that a thing? Everyone is asking me to like give every song a sign, but let me think. Aries. Um, good night. Good night's an Aries. What sign are you? I'm a Taurus. Okay. 
Yeah, I can see goodnight being Aries because they need control over everything. And to be like, don't say goodbye, say goodnight. I can see my boyfriend's in Aries. That's why I can very clearly imagine him saying those words. Yeah, I don't know. I need to think about what every sign is and just make a post because everyone keeps asking me and I will I will do that. Yeah, I got so many of those and I was like, is this a specific London thing I don't know about because everyone's asking. <laughs> also, someone asked, what's your rising sign? Virgo... I don't even know something Virgo sun or Virgo moon I'm not even sure what mine is like what they're actually called I just know that I'm a Leo I need to get more into the rising I don't know how I like I haven't um dove into that kind of part of it I don't know how much I like the deep astrology thing it's like yeah I mean like astrology for the soul is like that's really what is my like astrology thing like I, I don't really like go on the co-star and stuff like that it's really just this book that is but that's like, a, it's about being a Leo North node. So it's like, it doesn't talk about like rising or sun. How has it been living with your boyfriend? He's the best. Um, it's been really good, honestly. I think with right now being such a crazy busy time, like putting an album out in the midst of all this craziness, it's really nice to have just someone here to keep me company and just make me food when I'm doing interviews. <laughs> um, no, it's been so nice. He's the best. And, and yeah, it's definitely... A nice thing because I went from living with my family to living alone for three years and I just went immediately living on my own so it's nice to have a roommate <laughs> I love him he's the best and the last question I have for you is what do you want people to take away from 321 I hope I mean honestly people seem to be taking away exactly what I would have dreamt up them to take away from it I think you know just being honest and being open you know with myself and with the things I feel or the things I've gone through. And I think that ultimately, if I'm being honest, everyone else is going to, or there's going to be a lot of people who feel the same, the same things that I felt. So, you know, just to heal together and, and um, have an open discussion and just connection with people. And just like, as I would in a conversation with somebody, just like a human connection of talking about something we went through. I think it's just a cool way for everybody to connect and with singing about them and then someone else feeling understood by it is just a very, very cool thing. So ultimately, I just want to make people feel something and be moved in some way. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I hope I made this interview fun for you and not like you did. I love it. Thousandth Zoom interview. No, it's great. Thank you for for taking the time to do this. Amazing. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye.